Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, where are we? Are we in an interdimensional rapture which unravels reality and we have to channel our newfound powers to fight bizarre and bewildering dangers? No, no, no. We're just in our clubhouse, Maya. Oh. Get in here! (laughs) My name is Grilly. And I'm Maya. And welcome to the The Super Super Secret Bestie Bestie Club Podcast. A super secret club where we talk about super secret things. Say super secret one more time. Super secret. Super secret. In each episode, we'll talk about love, friendships, heartbreaks, men, and of course, our favorite secrets. Well, 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 we meet again. Welcome back to the Treehouse Clubhouse. I always picture like we're inside of a treehouse in my head. Did you ever have a treehouse or have you ever been inside of a treehouse? I, you know what, my my backyard neighbors, like the house mm-hmm. behind us had a big treehouse that I always wanted mm-hmm. to like be friends with them and like go into, but they were mean and weird. Um, so oh no, God. I never did. I never had like a proper tree house. I had like one of those things that you can get at Costco. Like those like, how do you say columpios? Like, um, uh, I don't know how to say that. Like um, like a playground place, that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And it had kind of like this like place that we used to call a tree house, but it wasn't really a tree house. But I used to like go up there and like take um, rocks and clean rocks with soap and be like. <laughs> oh, that's the most like baby Virgo thing ever. So in my meanwhile, head, I was me, like, uh-huh. in my head, me and you were together, like up here, like <laughs> in the treehouse that I from my childhood. Oh, I love that! I love being in your treehouse of childhood. Well, everybody, welcome. This episode is about a kind of like a concept that I've been toying with a lot in my life, and um, 
I've actually been thinking about this concept. I wrote it down in my notes in my phone and Maya and I recently went away for the weekend. We had like a wonderful little bestie trip with two of our other good, good friends. Um, And we watched this movie that is currently like the talk of the town. It's called Everything Everywhere All at Once. It's actually uh, this new movie that Maya was reading the intro for. It's about a, uh, oh, when an inner, here, this is the summary, by the way, if you Google it, um, this is the summary that it'll be. Can I read it? This is. Yeah, but also like spoiler alert, um, if you want nothing to do uh, with what we're going to talk about right now, go watch the movie, come back and let's discuss. Um, When an interdimensional rapture, okay, wait, you have to read it. My dyslexia is on fire today. (laughs) Okay, clear, uh, turn down the lights. Draw back the curtains and take a seat in those uncomfortable When an interdimensional chairs. rapture unravels reality, <laughs> an unlikely hero must channel her newfound powers to fight bizarre and bewildering dangers from the multiverse as the fate of the world hangs in the balance. Yes. And this movie, like, I actually had to sell it to my Latino parents because I was just like, oh, my God, guys, you have to watch this movie. And my parents were like, "Ugh, what are we going to watch? And I was like, it is because my dad honestly, like, didn't understand it that much. And I was like, it's uh, it's so good. Da-da-da. Everyone's talking about it. It's every on everyone's Insta stories. And, and so it is. And it actually is as of today. The headlines are reading that everything everywhere all at once is A24's, which is the, the production company that made the film, is A24's highest grossing movie ever uh, at a global box office so like people are talking about it because i do think that it resonates and i do believe that it might kind of be like the new the new version of the secret in my opinion um which is something that uh i kind of have discovered um so basically the thing that i want to touch up upon in the movie there is a line where uh there's a line and i can tell you who says it but it's basically nothing matters and when you come to terms with the idea of nothing matters, um, it's almost can feel it can feel like a daunting idea that nothing matters, but it's also like super liberating. And it's kind of like a lesson that um I have learned watching my grandmother go through her dementia. It's this lesson of being like, whoa, like nothing really matters. But I wanted to ask you, Maya, what did you take away from that quote? And what did you take away from the movie in a whole, as a whole, not in a whole, or in sure, a, maybe well, in yeah, there's a, a hole. There is a hole in the movie. Who's mad at a hole? Oh yeah, there is a hole in the movie. <laughs> There's a hole in the movie. Um, I feel like in context to the movie and no spoilers, just like there's two different ways that they talk about nothing matters. And I think I look at it because I've had some friends that very much are like nothing matters so like what's the point who cares in a negative way we're like Mm -hmm. why even try to better yourself when we're all gonna die anyway why Mm -hmm. even try Mm -hmm. to like accomplish your dreams when like they'll probably like somebody else is already doing them like then like a very pessimistic way of viewing it and so Mm -hmm. I get a little bit my mind goes there first of like wait no a lot of things matter. Like I matter, Mm -hmm. you matter, we all matter. Um, Uh But in the other way that you were thinking about it is that nothing matters as in like, you know, I think 
in also context of like our reality and our career, when something bad happens, quote unquote bad, where like we, um, you know, don't get this part that we wanted, or if we go to an event and somebody was being a little bit weird to us or whatever, like it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah, it just, and it's, it's hard to get there. It's hard mm-hmm. to convince somebody who sees it the other way. Yeah, it's it's just like, weird because it does matter, but it doesn't. Yeah, I feel like for me, the so basically my original idea for the way that I kind of came to this conclusion of like nothing matters is, you know, I visit my abuelita a lot. And if you follow me on social media, I actually post about her a lot. She's kind of what I've been posting the most about as of recently, because I don't... Um, Everything else, whether I've been on a red carpet or whether I've had like some really cool level of success, like it's not as important to me currently in my life Um, or like me at the gym or me thirst trapping. Like to me, the most important thing right now are the life lessons that I'm learning through my abuelita. Um, My grandmother is kind of like in maybe like three quarters of the way into like her journey of dementia, um, which is like a condition that kind of hinders your ability to make decisions, remember things and kind of like live your life by yourself, right? The way that we're used to as adults, the way that we're used to doing things as adults. Um, It has been apparent to me that, you know, throughout all of our lives, we try to give everything meaning, right? So, oh, I didn't get the job because of this, or I got hurt because of this, or this happened because of this, and and everything has a reason. And yes, it absolutely does, right? Like you walk away with these lessons and it makes you a better person. And it Mm -hmm. makes you kind of like the, the, the person that you are today sitting, sitting there listening to this right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But in the context of looking at my abuelita, who doesn't remember even so much as who she is sometimes, or who I am, it becomes interesting because I go, how does she then remember all of the life lessons that she was supposedly apparently supposed to have learned up until this point, right? Mm -hmm. So I think like... um, when I I keep going back to her and I keep going, wow, like I feel, and I've said this to you every time I leave her house, I'll call you. And sometimes I'm crying and I'm like, I feel like I see the universe in her. Like some days I'm her lover, like not really her lover, but she sees me as her lover, right? She Mm -hmm. sees me as her husband. Other days she sees me as her best friend, my tia Alicia. Other days I'm her nephew. I'm not really her grandson uh, that often, but I am. And so it's interesting to think of the concept of how everything is kind of like a blur. At the end of the day, it's almost like this energy. The lines are blurred. The universes are blurred. My grandmother is traveling through time, space and time every single day. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I've come to the conclusion that, and the other part of this is that my grandmother wasn't the best human being. And I've always joked that, you know, when she, when, when uh, this life is over, I know she's going to come back because she has some karma to fulfill. And so a lot of people that I have watched that she has hurt in life have actually come back to nurture her, to love her. My mother being one of those people that she hurt and, and she like comes to braid my grandmother's hair and feed her and, and bathe her. And so mm-hmm. it's interesting to kind of see this roll out because then I go at the end of the day, when all is said and done, if you aren't somebody who dies young or at an early age and you make it to being like of an older age and you hit dementia or you hit something, you hit something that changes your mind, it doesn't really matter. What matters is kind of like the present moment. And so that for me makes it so that 
you can live more freely in the moment. You can, you know, Maya in the moment. You can mm-hmm. um, wear, dress however you want to dress, uh, do your hair, your makeup, like um, come off exactly how you want to come off because people who know you, you will eventually die, which is part of the thing that you had just mentioned. You will eventually die. People who know you will eventually die. Mm-hmm. What I'm hearing is when people say, like, you know, things do matter, like you matter, like all the different aspects of your life matter, is your actions are not free from consequence. So I'm saying, like, why I loved this idea so much was because it has liberated me into looking at life as a series of decisions that can just open up different multiverses, different um, levels of the universe. And you can constantly be surprised every single day. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prinze Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiments and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me. <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to catch you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I took a, a different turn today. I always take the same route when I go from my parents' house to like my apartment. I took a different route today and I was like, let me go to a different Starbucks. Let me get out of my car and walk into this different Starbucks. And their system was down. And I was like, okay, it's fine. Like I waited in line and I like ordered my whole thing only to find out that their system's down. Like totally okay. Let me go and um, go to this other Starbucks. I go to this other Starbucks. I arrive at 11.11. I'm like, perfect. I get there. I, I wait in line. I order. I get the whole thing. And same thing. They're like, it's down. Like the system's down. Sorry, it's gonna take a minute. But I already was such in such a giggle with where the universe had taken me. I was already in such like a, oh my God, this is so weird that I like would be here at 11.11. The systems are down. So I'm just cracking up and enjoying life and being yeah, like... Yeah, I think it's like it, it, like being in the moment and in the present is such an important thing because so often I get stuck in the future thinking about mm-hmm. things that have not happened at all and worrying about them and, or, and things that might not happen, like just creating stories and then being stuck Absolutely. in the past and like feeling sad or feeling mad about something that has already happened. So both of these Mm -hmm. things are not reality. They're like, I would say in other dimensions, like it already happened. So it already happened. Yeah, it already happened. So I feel like in this movie, it really, without it, really try not to say any spoilers, but you know, it the description is like interdimensional rapture un, unravels reality, which is like, I feel like sometimes I can get stuck in these like mundane everyday mundane. things that mm-hmm. are like not productive to my overall spiritual self or higher self because I'm worrying about like, um, you know, back in the day, I feel like I would worry about how, oh, the the system didn't work at Starbucks. And that would like mm-hmm. ruin my entire day versus mm-hmm. now it's like, yeah, we can just laugh about it. Cause it doesn't matter. Like it, it is, doesn't matter. Yeah. I feel like your energy, our energy is like, it's, it's so valuable and it's so precious that mm-hmm. like, and I don't want to say precious, but like, it's like kind of like currency, you know, and you yeah. can, I can run out real quick. Like I didn't get enough sleep. I mean, I feel like I got too much sleep these past couple of mm-hmm. days because <laughs> I didn't get enough sleep. And I feel mm-hmm. like very discombob- discombobulated. Discombobulada. I feel discombobulada. And, you know, I just, I feel like so many things can throw you off if you're not, if you don't ground yourself and mm-hmm. remind yourself mm-hmm. of where you're at in the present. Like all these things don't it doesn't matter like i feel like a lot of people put so much meaning when things go wrong like when the tiniest things go wrong i'm like damn like i i understand like that's important to you but like you know like what what like yeah even like somebody cutting you off in traffic like you know, unrequited love, somebody interrupting you, somebody not hearing you, like the way uh, when you're talking to them, like the way that certain things can activate like certain triggers like inside of you, like can determine how you look at life, how Mm -hmm. you move through the world. Mm -hmm. And to me, I'm like, oh my God, if you can't laugh at the ridiculousness of this life, like Today, I like my dog, my pitbull was in the back, like literally in a daze watching squirrels 
and the squirrels were watching him and he was watching squirrels. And I like walked up to him and I was like trying to avoid the squirrels because I don't know if you've read any articles, but in New York, the squirrels are going crazy. <gasps> squirrels are attacking people oh and God. killing people, not killing people, but they're literally like out here <laughs> slicing bitches. And so I don't fuck with squirrels. I'm actually convinced that squirrels will take over the world. After the raptures, squirrels and octopus, uh-huh. octopi, uh-huh. octopuses, octopuses will octopi. take over the world. And so I don't fuck with squirrels. Anyways, I go to Frankie and um, as I'm walking to him, I like bang the shit out of my shoulder on this like ladder hanging from the wall. And instead of getting mad, I literally start cracking up because I'm like, oh, of course. I'm like, of course, Frankie, I would get her trying to get your ass away from the squirrels, you know? So like. I noticed that that's actually a practice that a lot of people don't do. Everything makes people grumpy. Yeah, I'm I can be a very grumpy person sometimes. Sometimes not I've probably been grumpy once in my life, my whole entire mm-hmm, life. Mm-hmm. Um I'm just kidding. I've been grumpy. Would you say that I'm a grumpy person? Uh no. I'm moody. But I'm moody. okay so you're moody what am i i'm like you're you're moody too but you you have this ability to just like take yourself out of it real quick (laughs) and 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 laugh at at things like like exactly like that in me it takes me like it takes me a couple days to because i feel like i need to be like today i after this podcast i'm gonna like set up my gaming pc and just play sims Mm -hmm. all day and clean mm-hmm, a little mm-hmm. bit, but like that's what I need to do to come back to feel like myself after I've yeah I feel like I'm moody, um, yeah, and that's okay because that's what I need to do to to be more. Maybe it's escaping. Maybe I'm escaping, yeah. <laughs> which is like literally okay. Like that's the whole thing. Like if you need to escape, however you need to escape, it's fine because nothing matters. Like, but it's like it. The, yeah, go ahead. Well, no, it's just like at the end of the day, like. Everybody is going to the same place, right? Everyone will inevitably pop off of this earth, end up in the ground or burnt up or eaten up by a whale. It's just like, how do you want to spend your life? Like, do you want the majority of your days to be annoyed by tiny little things? Yeah. Or like, because I I think and and like, I want to also know, like, why do you think people get caught up in mundane things like that or or just little like inconveniences i think it's because like it's it's a little bit more comfortable to be in that spot of like oh no this went wrong today and almost like a little tiny bit of like victim mode where it's like yes shit yeah. goes wrong and it sucks but it's like i think shit has just gone i mean haywire since the pandemic and everything and i'm just kind of like Pick and choose, pick and choose what are you what you're gonna get upset about because there's you a lot to, to be choose. upset about. And if I'm gonna spend every single day being upset about all these things, like then wh- when am I gonna be happy? When is there gonna be room for like there there has to be a balance? Absolutely. I always I think I was telling you this too, that I believe that people who are optimists and people who are pessimists, they both believe that they are seeing life without in its true form. They both believe that they are seeing, they're the smart ones in the situation, right? Like you talk to a pessimist and they're like, have you read the news today? Have you seen life? Have you woken up into the world? It fucking sucks out here. And you are obnoxiously oblivious to everything. And you are, you must be a terrible person because you're not understanding what's happening in the world because Mm -hmm. things are happening. And you're out here worrying about like going to go get boba 
you know? And then on the flip, I think that the optimist can be like, look, I feel and I see all these things, but I have hope and I have um, the uh, ho- the understanding, right? Like, because we both feel like we have an understanding of the universe that things will get better and that good will prevail at the end of the day, and we and uh, goodness will have the final word. And so I think that we look at each other like you're fucking crazy. No, you're fucking it's crazy. It's crazy that we can view life in, like you said, like in different ways, and feel like that is the truest. Like that is the real version of life and other people see it completely different. And once I realized that I was like, you can, you can never please anyone. Everyone is going to have their own perception based on whatever trauma they've been through and whatever Mm -hmm. survival techniques and, and what's in their like emotional toolbox. Like Mm -hmm. I will never know fully like how somebody feels about something because I can only know about myself. I can only. Absolutely. You know, so I think it's like, I think if people were to do way more self-reflection and uh, take accountability Mm -hmm. and responsibility for the energies that they bring into friendships, Mm -hmm. relationships, conversations, they will start to see that, oh, like not only is this my energy, but also you have yours too. And like, it's just so beneficial because like, I I just want to talk about how we had like a big talk this week. Oh yeah, we had a really big talk. Mm -hmm. Like we were sitting in this dark room, meditation music was on, like sitting in this bed (laughs) in the woods, crying. Like I literally will play meditation music and I'm just like, (laughs) crying, like, like, Mm -hmm. you know, and, but it was a very powerful conversation because we were both able to put our egos in the corner and Mm -hmm. like really be truthfully raw, honest with ourselves of like, this makes me feel this way when you said this and this, this is why this made me feel this way. Oh my gosh. I didn't know that. Like it is so beneficial. We're living in different realities essentially that are true to us in our heads. Yes. Yeah. And it doesn't take away from each other's reality. It's just how do you connect them and how do you go like, I never saw myself like that. I don't know. Like, you know, you were like, when you say things, it's actually more hurtful because we look up to each other. Right. And I'm like, I never thought that you looked up to me. So I didn't realize that when I say things that people can take them a certain type of way, because to me in my head, I'm always that kid in the kitchen. I'm always the kid that was sweeping and serving food. And who cares about my opinion? I'm just the sassy person in the kitchen. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like the the girl in the pineapple shirt and the and the flats (laughs) exactly like so it's this whole thing and i think that like you know kind of going back to the topic at hand of like the nothing matters and kind of the different realities that we exist in the movie is about how you know you can jump through multiverses and how there's not just one universe and i really believe that if you are in you are essentially the center of your own universe yeah you walk up you wake up to yourself every single day you wipe your own ass several times a day. You know everything about yourself only. And everybody else's perception of you is exists only in those few moments and those few minutes that they spend with you throughout mm-hmm. the day, right? Yeah. And so I think that... With If you're like a pessimist or an optimist or whatever it is, you can literally jump into entirely new universes just by making small changes yes. in your life every single day. 
that was a part of the movie that like, and this isn't spoiling anything, but she just like a lot of people in the movie just had a hard time like viewing um, outside of themselves and, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and like also viewing inside of themselves. Mm-hmm, like it was mm-hmm. just this kind of middle ground where they were only existing on this plane, which is earth, like mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. one versus like, the, I hope this isn't too woo woo to say, but you have to exist in multiple different like dimensions in order to understand people because absolutely like it's it's very i I mean i have some friends that i'm like girl i don't even know how we're friends but like in it somehow we are because we're connected on this one thing at the end of the day the concept for me of nothing matters means get messy you know get your Mm. heart broken try with the soulmate and if it doesn't work who cares you know like me you how many in the time that you've known me how many times have i changed my style have i changed the way that i move like the way that i do things because it's like who cares you want to wear giant fucking bowling hats and then the next day be like now i'm good i'm gonna just oh yeah i remember your your bowling bowler hat yeah (laughs) i'm gonna get my head tatted or i'm gonna do this like or i think i want to sing today or like oh i want to try writing a book like have no expectations go make decisions don't order what you always order at the restaurant jump into another universe and order the fucking steak or the or the vegan meal like change it up i often get asked why i'm such a big fan of wrestling and it's all thanks to my grandma growing up we would watch matches together and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the My Cultura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. 
And that time when we did the science experiments and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me. <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the astrology portion of the podcast. Today we're going to talk about how even in astrology, I mean, it kind of makes sense in astrology that there are multiverses. Mm -hmm. For example, we are reading our charts right now on the tropical side because of where we are on the planet versus other people. I mean, there's there's also like in India, they have a, a different system of how they um, read astrology, which oh, I would love to get a reading over there someday. Like it, yeah. they nothing they do is without like checking if the date is going to be fine. Like when should we get married? Okay, let me look at your guys' chart. This day is good. When should we like uh, buy a house? Okay, this date is good. I truly believe that that stuff matters. You talking about mm -hmm. what matters? That matters. Dates mm -hmm. matter. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> versus, <laughs> versus like um, sidereal is like the other side. So it like, it moves, you move one sign. So I would be... Mm -hmm. Oh, let's see. You I move would... one sign backwards, right? Yeah, yes. I think it's backwards yes. because there's also the added sign in it, the newest sign yes. or something. You move backwards. Um, so sometimes when people read charts, they will read both and take mm -hmm, both mm -hmm. into consideration. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm like a Pisces. My moon would be Taurus, I think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And then my rising would be... Oh, what's before... Let's see, Pi what's before Pisces? Aquarius? Uh, yeah, yes. Mine would be, so, and that makes sense to me. Both, both, like, make sense. Because I know there's a lot of people who look at their charts or look at their signs and they're like, I do not resonate at all with this. Absolutely. Which makes them mm -hmm. believe that astrology is not real. Whereas there's different ways to read your chart. And I bet you anything, if they read the sidereal chart, they'll feel more like, like it's them. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about like, so for me, I'm looking up, by the way, just to make sure that you, uh, your sign is Aquarius before rising. Uh, Pisces. Yes. So I'm just saying like, it, you're right. Um, can we edit that part? Out? I was just making sure. Um, but no, yeah, like mine. <laughs> mine are you know i'm a virgo double scorpio so mine would be uh leo double libra which and you also know what? makes a lot of that sense that makes a lot of sense a lot of sense i would say so it, both can exist both can exist at the same time it's like these different multiverses even within your own identity that exists at the same time you know thinking about the top three and the houses that you're born in and all these different things um by the way if this is your first time hearing about this definitely go and check out yeah, do your what your sign would be um and read up on that as well it's super interesting and i also want to say about astrology my like she doesn't want me to call her a therapist she's a holistic counselor um, she she was like, do not hold so much matter in 
like your signs, like don't take on their characteristics and be like, oh my God, this is the reason why I'm this way. I'm like too late, (laughs) too late, it's it's too late. Um, But like, just as much as we're like, oh my God, I'm an Aries or I'm a Pisces or I'm whatever. And you look at this other chart and you're like, I can't be that. Then everything I know, everything that I believe that I was is, is a lie. It's like, I think very much so look at everything very loosely and be open to the fact that you do have this other side to you. Yeah. And maybe. Exactly. Uh-huh. No. And I was going to say, what were we going to say? And maybe what? I don't know. You were nodding your head like you're going to say something juicy. Oh, I was agreeing with you. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Take everything loosely. Take everything with a grain of salt. Everything in life. Have a good laugh. Have a good, have a Google, have a giggle at it. You have to laugh at it. That's that whole thing of like, you have to laugh at life because we all end up dying anyways. Like who cares? Um, But it goes back to, because nothing matters. (laughs) everything everywhere all at once everything everywhere all at once nothing matters (laughs) and that's the end of the astrology portion make sure to read up on your sidereal stuff because it's very interesting absolutely all right maya how do you plead like this please oh please Nothing matters. <laughs> Everything, everywhere, all at once. I remember, I was like, oh, there's going to be other movies, like, based off of this movie that's going to be, like... Oh, absolutely. A lot of things in a lot of places at the same time. I guess, in conclusion, for me, it's just about make life exciting for you again. If it's becoming mundane and boring, take a different route. You know, order something different at a restaurant. Uh, react differently to the current situation in front of you and really, truly go into a different universe today. Yeah. Um, But in conclusion, watch the movie. It's really, really good. And who cares? (laughs) Um, Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Super Secret Bestie Club podcast. Curly, how can they find you on social media? You can find me on social media, on Instagram and TikTok at The Curly B Show. And that's V as in Velasquez. What about you, Maya? Ooh, you changed it up. You can find me at Maya in the moment, M-A-Y-A in the moment <laughs> on every platform, everywhere, every time, all at once. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're in a different universe now because I changed yeah. it up. <laughs> I was like, oh, I just went to, yeah, you just created a hundred different avenues right now um hit us up on our social media to let us know what you want us to talk about next we love you so much vibes bye besties see you in the other universes see you in the multiverses whoa hey where are you going (laughs) nothing matters Make sure to hit that subscribe button to hear more episodes every single week. The Super Secret Bestie Club podcast is a production of Sonoro in partnership with iHeartRadio's Michael Tura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. 
That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.